This special crossover episode of the Old Fashioned Football and NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T.com, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. We're also brought to you by SGPN NFL Playoff Challenge, sponsored by Edge Boost. Free to enter and $20,000 in Edge Boost deposit bonuses up for grabs. Enter today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash NFL Playoff. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Welcome into another episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You're in for a treat. You guys are here to listen to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, but today we've got a special, special, special show in store for you. We are crossing over with Justin and Miranda, the hosts of the Old Fashioned Fantasy Football Podcast. And I, I got to tell you right now, folks, we are about to have a fantastic time. You guys are going to get introduced to one of the premier uh, fantasy football shows in the space and on the network. And I, we're going to have a good time talking NASCAR. We're going to talk racing. We're going to talk about whiskey, which is the pretty much main thrust of their show. Let's be honest with you. But uh, yeah, we're going to drink some whiskey together. We'll talk some F1 and talk some NASCAR, talk some football. You are in for a fantastic show. So uh, the next voice you'll hear is the voice of Justin Mark, the host of the show, uh, the old-fashioned football show. So, uh, yeah, get ready, buckle in, and uh, get set for what is going to be a fantastic episode, a crossover episode of the uh, old-fashioned football and NASCAR gambling podcast shows. Enjoy. Welcome, welcome to Old Fashioned Football. We're sitting here silent because it's lagging on our side. And I was watching it on the YouTube on my phone and I look up and there are these beautiful yes. faces. Before I keep going, if you're wondering who the hell you're listening to, if you're listening on uh, a podcast streaming platform, because that's a thing still. It's not just the YouTubes and the Instas and all that. This is J Mark. You can find me on X at J Mark Football. And uh, we are at Old Fashioned FB. And this is an amazing episode because it's a crossover with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, guys. Um, I don't know who I should introduce first. Uh, let me do my co-host on the pod and in life first. You can find her at X at the Mer Mark. Mer, I'll ask you how you're doing in a second. Next, I'll introduce uh, at RJ Via Gomez. Rod Via Gomez, uh, you guys, you should all know Rod. Rod has been in the podcast and sports, writing, betting, everything you can think of, wrestling, even wrestling bets, right? Uh, everything you can think of. 
Um, yeah, Rod, how you doing today? I'm fantastic. And for those of you listening on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, welcome in to an episode of the NASCAR Gambling Podcast as well. So excited to have a crossover. Dan, dare I say, the four best hosts on the entire SGPN <laughs> network. I'm telling you right now, easily. we yeah, this is easily <laughs> the four, the top four of the the group. So uh, the fact that you have all four of us under one roof, guys, uh, you are in for a treat. This is going to be a lot of fun talking football, talking racing, drinking whiskey. I mean, damn it, I, an off season episode can't get much better than this. Absolutely. Um, do you want to introduce your co-host, or you want me to? I'm Rod Villa Gomez. He's Cody Zeeb. We are here again, like we said, with the crossover episode. Uh, Cody, buddy, I mean, look, first of all, if you're watching YouTube, which you should already be doing so, uh, we both got the memo. Uh, but then again, I am also supporting my love for Old Fashioned by wearing the t-shirt. But uh, you guys can't see it, and I'm not going to flash all of you here. But yeah, Cody, buddy, welcome to the crossover, and uh, excited to be, to be teaming up with this wonderful duo of, of folks that we got up here in the left corner. Save the best for last. It's always a, a solid plan. Way to go. Appreciate it. Just, you, you need uh, to work on his intro. You can, he, needs, he needs a bigger, a bigger, bigger intro. Yeah, kept like like pointing at not the come screen, on this like, show to be shamed. <laughs> um, welcome to the chat. Always fresh, never soggy. Missed the 100th episode, but glad for crossover episode one. Welcome. Yes. Yeah, we're going to be talking fantasy football and NASCAR. Why don't we just kick it off with NASCAR? Is there any big news going on right now? I don't follow racing, but you guys make it entertaining. Anything of note to mention right now? Cody's our news guy. Cody, I know we talked a lot about it, uh, a lot about stuff yesterday, but I think there's actually been a pretty decent news story that kind of it didn't really break, but it's it's sneaking up on us. Uh, I just watched. I just watched. The, okay, fine. Then maybe oh, I know. Okay, I got. You. I know. I know where you're going. I just I watched the trailer. <laughs> Yes. For the new NASCAR show that is going to be on Netflix, I am pumped. This is a kind of a take on what the F1 has already done with with uh, uh, Drive to Survive. Indy did it with Road to Indy. NASCAR a little late to the documentary pot, or late, you know they had one a couple seasons ago, but well, I think this one's yeah, going to be bigger. They had the one on on USA, which we're not going to count that one. This no. one is Netflix quality, dude. The just watching the trailer, like. So freaking pumped. It's coming out, I think it's end of the month, like the 30th of January, right before the Clash of the Coliseum, right before the Daytona 500. Going to get us pumped, going to get the juices flowing. I am ready to go. We're getting closer to racing season. We're lucky in that sense. Uh, I know fantasy football, as I, obviously I'm a, an avid player. The offseason is long. I mean, there's not really an offseason because we're all in a, in a draft mm -hmm. together right now, but uh you know it's uh yeah the nascar offseason very short ours is almost over and i'm very happy about that yeah um and your fantasy football season doesn't have to be over because there's the ffpc playoff challenge yes. and uh check back at old-fashioned football tomorrow because we're going to be previewing w even what that is kind of going over what that is and giving out lineups. And we're going to share lineups that yes. we're submitting and we got a little uh we got a little house wager as well on whose lineup is going to do better uh, terms to be determined here up to the, that's up to you. Does to me. The, I don't know if those can be shared on the pod. I was about to say, <laughs> Mer, I thought you were going somewhere different with it. Mer's odd have, have to be, they have to be somewhere in the minus 300 minus 350 range. Right. So, uh, if, if people are tuning into the NASCAR gambling podcast and haven't heard us, we're obviously a husband and wife duo. We talk fantasy football and we talk whiskey and, uh, if you're tuning in to us and you haven't heard these guys, they talk NASCAR, they talk F1, they talk all things racing, 
I'm curious because I, I never got into racing. I mean, I've seen it every now and then, but I never got really into it. So I'm curious, how'd you guys get into racing? Like what, what about it? When did you first, I guess, start watching it and what about it popped to you? Cody, I'll let you go because you've been a lot longer than me. Yeah. So I started about two and a half years old. Uh, my grandparents, huge racing fans. They would take me for the weekend and we would go to the local dirt tracks. We had a Friday night stop. We had a Saturday night stop. We had a Sunday night stop. Spent the weekends at the racetrack. And we'd watch NASCAR, of course, on, on Saturday afternoons before we went to the racetrack. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been ingrained in me since I was a little kid. And it's always stuck with me. I, I love racing. Local dirt tracks, still a lot of fun. Love to get to them as much as I can. And, uh, yeah, it's obviously, you know, my my love for fantasy sports and gambling has brought the two together. And it's a, it's a beautiful combination. Yeah, and again, that's that's why Cody's always been the go-to for this show. Immediately after we started the NASCAR, or at least I, I had the idea for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, my first thing was to, to reach out to Cody because in the, in the then, what was it, uh, what was Slack Channel back then? Slack Channel, yep. Yeah, t- Cody was tearing it up, and, and everybody would turn to him for advice. So I was like, I got to get the smart guy in the room, the one that's been watching a lot longer than me, uh, to answer some questions. By the way, hello to Dos Flacos, our, our buddy over there in the chat as well. Yes. Uh, joining us on this end, so what's up, Dose? Uh, but for me, my my NASCAR journey started in uh, 2003. Uh, I watched the 2003 Daytona 500 with my brother. Uh, it, it was a rainout year, and I was just, you know, okay. He goes, you have to watch this with me. It's Daytona. It's the best race in the entire world. And I wasn't really into NASCAR. I used to make fun of NASCAR because that's the kind of person I was like back Justin then. Does. <laughs> all the time left turns what Pff, a lot of left turns so so then i watched that one and and so my brother goes well is this something that you liked and i thought yeah it was pretty cool it was it was pretty interesting the coverage was all right uh, and being the sports fan that i was i've decided i'd give it a shot he goes okay you got three races to pick a champion or uh, pick a driver that you like and uh, report back to me in those three so i went back to new york i started watching nascar three races later i said i like this jimmy johnson kid uh, I think he's going to do some good things. I, I I like him. He's from California. He's around my age. Drives a cool car. I, I think I'll root for Jimmy Johnson. Safe to say, right. after seven championships, I made the right call. And right. I stuck with it. So, I mean... That's, I, that, that's such a similar story to me becoming a Patriots fan. Like, I picked him right before the first <laughs> Super Bowl. And then I just went on to win six. And I was like, yes, this is great. That, this is <laughs> People people don't know what it's like to not win championships. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, we're Bears time. fans. We don't. Um, <laughs> Iowa fans too. Oh, and Iowa fans. Speaking of Iowa, Cody, I'm just curious. This is really off topic, but are you getting the cold that we're getting this weekend? Oh, yes. Uh, I believe the high on Saturday is negative four. Uh, it's going to get down to negative 17. And we got 9.2 inches of snow the other day. And uh, tomorrow night, they're saying another 7 to 10. So here we are. We are. got 10. Yeah, 10 to 12. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it. Depends who you ask. Depends on the drifts, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> um, Miranda, have you ever watched NASCAR? I don't think you've ever mentioned watching NASCAR. I've never there's mentioned a, there's it. There's a NASCAR you, race but 30 minutes from you guys like this year. I know. We got we to get you over there. seen it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> feel like i've seen it one time um i i I watched it briefly when matt kenseth was driving the dewalt car i remember that uh i thought he was pretty cool i don't know what drew me to that i don't know if i just like the colors of the dewalt car i don't know what it was Um, 17 at the time right yeah yep and aside from that i think the last full race i watched was in the the pixar movie cars (laughs) Um, (laughs) 
Hey, a lot of the NASCAR stars were in that one. Yeah, yeah. you were pulling for Cruz. Don't don't get it twisted. You wanted Cruz to win that race. Yeah. Um, and speaking of NASCAR and racing and everything, you know, we talk whiskey. We're tying this all together. I'm going to mm-hmm. kick this over to you because I always ask you, what are we drinking today? Today we are drinking Whistle Pig or a whiskey from Whistle Pig from their Piggyback Legend series. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, it's a single barrel Alfa Romeo F1 team steak barrel. Yeah. And it is finished with lychee and oolong tea. And I just took a drink of my old fashioned and it definitely changes the taste of an old fashioned. So we're going to get into that. We're, we're going to talk that? about um, we're going to talk about the whiskey, a little bit about the, the background of it and all that good stuff. We are proud to announce the SGPN Playoff Challenge with Edge Boost, the first bet now pay later provider that enables you to double your bet on any sportsbook or DFS site with no interest. Contest we got going on, bankroll style. You start with 10,000 virtual units at the end of the playoffs. The biggest bankroll will win credit into higher advanced limits from Edge Boost. Plus, the winner also gets the top three top winners get a deposit match from edge up to $2,500 with no interest or fees. And if you get inside the top 25, you're going to get a deposit match from edge up to $500 with no interest or fees. If you want in on this one, go to sports slash NFL playoff to enter that sports podcast.com slash NFL playoff. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Lots of games going on. Of course, it is playoff weekend in the NFL. And how can you not want to get in on the action? We got Cleveland right now as two and a half point favorites now over the Houston Texans. That line's kind of moved a little bit, so you might want to get in on one of those lines before it all said and done Kansas City four and a half point favorites over the Dolphins you got the Bills holding steady at 10 point favorites over the Steelers Dallas seven and a half point favors over the Packers Lions three point favorites over the Rams and then the Buccaneers are three point underdogs to the Eagles all great lines to get down on, and you're going to want to do that by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet just 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-78-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for getting gamble, problem gambling. Call 888-787-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 186 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming research resources. Buying tickets is dumb. Well, okay, it's not dumb because you get to see what you want to see, but the whole process is so stressful. You Sometimes you're buying them last minute, and you don't know if you can go to the event until the day of, maybe the day before, if you're lucky, a couple of weeks before, but 
For most of us, we don't know if we're going to be able to make it to an event until very, very shortly before the event. And so buying tickets becomes stressful because the prices go up. Sometimes there's not even tickets available. You get gouged. There's fees. You don't know if the tickets are going to come to you in time for the event itself. I'm so glad game time is around because it takes all the stress out of buying tickets. Not only are you going to know for sure that even if you have to buy a ticket last minute, you're going to get the best price on it. You're going to pay the lowest fees on it. You're going to get guaranteed that they're real tickets and not somebody trying to pawn off fake tickets to you. And not to mention everything that you are going to do is going to be done by your phone. So you're not searching email addresses that you forgot about six years ago. You're not hoping that they're going to come in the mail to you. All of that stuff is gone. Not to mention you're going to get a picture of the seat from the seat, the view from the seat of where you're going to be sitting in merely a few hours. That's amazing stuff. Snag the tickets without the stress with game time. It's perfect for the playoffs going on in the NFL. Go buy yourself a playoff ticket, and you got a couple days. See, you got time to go buy yourself a ticket. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use code CFBX for $20 off of your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. I love that those are back to back because maybe you don't have the money, but you're hoping for that little flyer on your Super Bowl futures to get you the money to get the draft or the uh, Daytona 500 tickets. Rod, I think I already know this answer, but who's winning the Super Bowl? <laughs> okay, for those of you who don't know, I am a San Francisco 49er fan, uh, as you can tell by this little uh, license plate above me. Uh, so I, I'm a contractually obligated to say that it's the San Francisco 49ers and there's no other team that's going to win. Cody? Well, I've got a 50 to 1 ticket on the Los Angeles Rams. So uh, that's my hopeful pick. <laughs> I like it. Miranda? You know, I haven't put a lot of thought into who I think is going to have a Joe win Flacco it. and the Browns. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Bills because you kind of uh, like the, the Bills. Bills will I never do, win but anything. I'm not. I don't um, think it's them. And it's not your Mahomie <laughs> this year. You mm -hmm. are a Chiefs backer when it comes to fantasy football. I know. Um, I think it's going to be Ravens and 49ers in the Super Bowl. You have been saying that. Yes. For the sake of wow. Rod, I won't What's say your number one seed. What a crazy prediction. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Awful chalky. Uh, it's only happened since 1975. It's only happened. Now I don't remember the stat like 19 times, I think. So it's not like it happens super often. Yeah, true. But um, but yeah, that's who I think is going to make it. Uh, Dos Flacos has a whistle pig 12 year batch. Nice. Uh, nice. Love. Love whistle pig. Everything I've had from they them had that good. at wall to wall. Did they? That that was one of their. Um, isn't that? It's a top shelf bottle. Top shelf. Let's just bottle. say that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Jay Markimer, always welcome to come over and watch dirt track racing with Nick. Cody is welcome as well. Dot dot dot. Rod, one hundred percent. So I think that means all of us are like ninety to ninety five. Like okay, we we can come with <laughs> yeah. Rod. Absolutely. We have a dirt track bias, but it's not. We do have it's a dirt not, track here in winter dirt set bikes. Too. Yeah. Well, Nick and I are both <laughs> Niner fans, so that's Knoxville, that's a no brainer. Knoxville's not that far, right? Knoxville's not far. No. Now. Yeah. Uh, what's where, your guys' favorite that's race what you track need to do? Racetrack. Didn't you ask us this already, Nick? I, yeah, I feel well, like yeah. you already he asked. Did, us. He did submit this question. <laughs> he did submit this question. Obviously, he has not listened to our episode yet. Jeez, Nick, go back and listen. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure he has. No, mine was just a cheeseburger. Like I love just a regular cheeseburger at the racetrack, especially the dirt track. You get a little, little dirt and, and oil, motor oil <laughs> fumes poured in there, makes it extra delicious. Love, love a good old cheeseburger at the racetrack. Uh, seeing as though Sonoma is my closest one, and that is big time garlic country, give me garlic fries all day long because they pretty much just grow the garlic right on top of those fries, and uh, that that's what you're getting out of it. So I love it. 
All right, I'll take a burger with a side of garlic fries. Works for me. <laughs> Go Cowboys. Um, we're going to turn it over to you guys for a little bit. Kind of, uh, you talk, I'm letting you, as I said earlier, uh, off off the show, I said, you guys got the driver's seat, pun intended. Um, but if you guys want to hit on, like, for people that listen to us that don't know anything about NASCAR, how you approach betting in NASCAR, overview of kind of your favorite type of bets, that's cool. Otherwise, take it away. All right, so here we are at our portion of it. This is what makes us be able to be a crossover is that we're going to put a little bit of a twist on each of it for us. So as far as uh, NASCAR, look, for those of you who are listening and you haven't tuned out yet, thank you very much for that, first and foremost. Uh, Second of all, look, if you're itching for some betting action, and I know that you know a lot of folks are fantasy players here, but you're also betters as well, and there's NASCAR fantasy for you as well. So if you really want some fantasy action during the offseason, NASCAR's got fantasy. There's fantasy on NASCAR.com. You can play DFS, and we cover that as well in our shows. But listen, it's not just betting the winners, and that's where the misconception comes when it comes to, oh, well, you're betting on racing, you're betting on the winners. You can do that, and, and, and we're going to give you our picks every single week on who we think is going to win. But the books also give you opportunities to bet on top threes, top fives, group bets as far as who's going to finish the highest in a certain group. Um, There's several different ways to bet in in NASCAR. In F1, there's even way more uh, to bet on in, in Indy and all that other stuff. So it's not just betting on who's going to take home the checkered flag. And that's that's really what turns a lot of people off of, of NASCAR. And even in fantasy, it's the same thing. Positions, right? They're, you get graded on positions and, and scored points on positions. And there's a lot of different moving parts. And it makes watching the race, Cody, and we know this because we've we've talked about this for the last couple of years, having that level of of being able to, to know that you're not just paying attention to the top of the, the... You're paying attention to what's going on in 25th to 30th. Like, you care about 32nd position because that means that your driver finished better than another driver and in a head-to-head sometimes that makes the difference right and in dfs laps led uh and all that other good stuff so i mean listen nascar is an exciting world of of opportunity that not a lot of people think about because all they think about is well all we care about is who wins the race no sir no sir yeah that's (laughs) the biggest point so for me NASCAR is no different than watching a football game. It's it's almost the same exact thing when you're betting on it, when you're playing fantasy on it, because, yeah, the outcome of the game and who wins by how many points or which driver wins the race, you can have money on that, and that's great, and, and we found some really big bets to hit on that, and that's a lot of fun too. But like Rod said, it's everything, the race within the race, that's what you're watching. So you're, you're betting on a football game, and, and you want, you know, uh, this, you know, DJ Moore over here to catch – four passes and, and he's got three and it's coming to the end and the bears are losing by a hundred, but you're still invested because DJ Moore needs one more catch and I, you know, cash the over <laughs> or same thing on the fantasy part of it. Right. Uh, you know, in fantasy NASCAR, they're all scored a little differently, but laps led make a difference. If you got the fastest lap, each lap, you get points for that passing cars, get a difference. And, and yeah, with the head bets or the group bets we have, you can be watching the battle for the lead, but half the time you're looking at the leaderboard on the side and you're watching the battle for 24th because that's just as important to you as as the battle for the lead. So it really is, I mean, very similar to betting on football where you, you've got the, the game within the game on football, got the race within the race. And then for us, we cover the Cup Series, which races every Sunday, but the Truck Series, the Xfinity Series, which are kind of the other two levels right underneath the NASCAR, we get super in-depth on those and they have all the same options. When it comes to DFS, when it comes to betting, we get a full weekend. You know, three of those races, you toss in F1, you toss in IndyCar, 
SRX gets odds out there every once in a while. We cover all of that stuff, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. And again, it's a long season. It goes from February to November, so you've got a long time to to be betting almost every single weekend on racing, and and it's very addicting. And again, like just like with football, it gets you more invested when you uh, when you have some skin in the game. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite things I've done some DFS kind of following your guys's, uh, guidance, I guess on the podcast for NASCAR. Cause again, don't know a lot about it, but I've done some DFS and I have to say one of my favorite things about keeping up with it, uh, just watching the DFS and it's not, I shouldn't say it's my favorite cause it means a bad thing, but the little car that's <laughs> overturned when they wreck, it cracks me up every time to see that little car just turned over. And I'm like, the first time I, I was feel, like, what is I that? I feel like oh. it's Nick, Nick Fortune that might have said it. But somebody said to me once, they're like, imagine when people get butthurt about a, a football player getting injured and and they're not used to betting on NASCAR. Like, wrecks are just a part of it. So, yeah, your guy gets knocked out early. Yep, shit happens. That's that's part of betting on it. <laughs> and then he will be the little flipped over yep. car. Um, I don't know. Just something about it makes me laugh every time. Again, shouldn't be my favorite thing because it's bad for my lineup, but it cracks it is, me up either funny, way. <laughs> well, and it's funny because especially on super speedways where you could have a lineup where all five of your, all six of your cars are all little red cars that are tipped over. Yeah. And then and then it's not funny anymore, but it, it certainly is. <laughs> it kind of is funny. Well, yeah. <laughs> and Justin laughed up extra hard. Yeah. <laughs> That, then that marks a perfect grace for Jesse. He's like, I did it. I went six for six <laughs> yes, on wrecked cars. That should be worth something if you can pick all people that crash. I mean, just saying. Uh, oh, look at Wolf of Oakland in here. If I were to bet Chase in NASCAR every race, I could retire next year. Uh, yeah, uh, every Chase. you got a Chase couple of Chase Briscoe, options. Chase Elliott. Uh, yeah, Chase Briscoe. You're probably not going to bet on as much, but sometimes <laughs> do it. Listen, if you bet on you Chase Briscoe right, and he hits, yeah, you it. you could probably have a nice little day. Um, it is interesting, like because I've listened to you guys a lot. Because wh whether you like racing or not, you guys are extremely entertaining. And um, just the names that I've picked up, I'm like, oh, I'll see it on Fox. I mean, I'm sure we've all seen it on Fox watching football that they're they're pushing NASCAR hard right now mm -hmm. because Daytona 500 is coming up and everything. And they mentioned the names. I'm like, oh, I, I know that guy. I remember that name anyway. <laughs> so um, awesome. it, it is always fun. Do you have any questions right now for Rod or Cody on NASCAR no. betting? No. I'm she just learning. wants to know why. That's all. Like, why? <laughs> why NASCAR? What What is it about it? And I'll, so I'll tell you, you this. And it's not fantasy. Too, like, like there's the, fantasy, or you just mean DFS? No, no, there's, oh, fantasy. No, there's, there's fantasy leagues. Yeah. I mean, you think I'm in a lot of fantasy football? Leagues, <laughs> How many? Right? Okay, now let me let me know. introduce you to my fantasy NASCAR leagues. Yeah. Uh, I would say I'm for in, your fantasy NASCAR. What's that? A separate, you have a separate spreadsheet? spreadsheet. Yeah. So it's a yeah. little uh, <laughs> fantasy NASCAR, and there's a bunch of different games. I'm in probably, I would say, close to 15 different ones, and like there's different different levels of it. It's not like fantasy football where you draft and you you have the waiver wires. It's a little harder to do that because you're you're limited on the drivers and and there's certain drivers who are just a lot better. And so a lot of it is like salary cap stuff, which is similar to DFS. Or there's mm -hmm. groups like you got to pick two two guys from this group and and there's different ways to score each game. So they're all a little different. So it's a little less man like that goes into it than than fantasy football. It's kind of like you just set your lineup on on a Saturday after qualifying or whatever. And, and you kind of go with that, but you got to keep track of, you know, what, what you're trying to get out of each one. And so mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun, but yeah, there's all sorts of different look out there. Hit me up. I can set you up with some of the leagues. There's all kinds of leagues out there that do it different ways and have different scoring. And then 
DFS, of course, underdog. Um, you know, they've got all three NASCAR series. They've got F1 for, you know, the over-under picks. And you can do, I think they have over-under fantasy points sometimes or finishing position or F1 will have starting position, stuff like that. So, yeah, there's a lot of different ways to, to get involved. Hey, Juke. Thanks for Shout uh, out to Jonas. Yeah. Um, look, I, and I did. A, I actually was in a redraft a couple of seasons ago for NASCAR, and that, my friends, you want to talk about? You know, you get mad in a redraft when somebody snags your your pick and and snipes you. Imagine only having thirty some odd drivers to pick from, and and you're stuck with the fifth pick in the third round, and you're like, do I want BJ McLeod or do I want? Like Let's, he should be the last. Pick. I'd rather Let's take his Jackman, and on, on, I'd rather take Ricky Bobby at that point. See what we need to do, Rod, and this is our our goal for the 2025 season: is build some type of league like that, incorporating all three series, and Ooh. make it intricate because that would make it a little more evened out if you've got all three series in there. Ooh, you guys, you guys just you guys just hit on gold on the show. <laughs> Look at. <laughs> I think uh, I'm gonna write that idea down right now. Please make that we're gonna, a thing. We're gonna invent that for the 2025 season. That's beautiful. Look at that, um, Justin. You guys are sparking ideas all left and right. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and legal in 40 states. A peer-to-peer social betting network is a new and better way to bet. You can bet directly against your friends or other users on anything from sports, politics, pop culture, and other events that you can get verifiable outcomes. Plus, it's a ton of fun. They got social features that'll give you uh, the feel of a betting social network. Plus, Cut offers the lowest VIG and fully customizable odds. Better than everything, you can create your own bet. Settle that bar bet with your buddies on Cut. You can make sure uh, to get paid as well because Cut handles all the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for the money. They got social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, so much more. And on top of all that, you get rewards. You get cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. So we're also brought to you by Cut. It's a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut.com. That's K-U-T-T.com. Use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. You know we love our underdog fantasy here. Underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite player's fantasy stats and get ready to cash in. Watch along, make your picks, maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you use the promo code SGPN, Underdog's going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. Oh, love it. Nick Fortune, can't wait for the call in line for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Um, is your guys is is one of the best bets for new people. Uh, I have one more, sorry, NASCAR question here before we talk a little fantasy football, but is it manufactured to win the race? Because that's one that I have found like you don't have to know a ton about the actual race car drivers. You can look at like, oh, let's see the past five, what manufacturer has won and kind of lay some action that way. What do you guys think about that one for for beginners? That that it's a good one. That, that's one we've hit on multiple times. Rod specifically seems to love to pull that one out. And a lot of times you can kind of find a, a disadvantage. There was a race, I don't remember, I think it was this past season, but where where Ford had won the race like eight of the last nine times, but they were kind of having a down season. Everybody was looking past them. And it was like the way that they are on that specific track, they seem to dominate that track. It's in Michigan. They care more about that track for those reasons. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's that's one that you can find definite advantages. I think you got like a plus 550, plus 600 on something like that. That's another thing, too, that we always joke about uh, when it comes to the racing bets is a lot of the bets we have are plus money bets. And, you know, you get something that's like minus 130. And in football, that's fairly normal, right? And, and Rod's always, we're always kind of like, uh, minus 130, it's kind of gross, but like you should take this one. But but it's funny because it's so different in the NASCAR world. You, you do get a lot of plus money bets, which is uh, a really nice thing. Yeah, and that's a that's another good thing too. Dos Flacco's race to go to OT. Yeah, I mean those are yeah. those are the types of things where, and I said before, you, you can find so many different ways to bet these these races that you know a lot of times you're not even paying attention to unless you put a, a decent wager on who's going to win. You're you're paying attention to all the other stuff that you can do, and and like Cody said, you know these these forty to ones, these thirty to ones. Anytime we bring it up, do we hit a thirty three to one someplace? then, you know, everybody else is like, oh, my God. And we're just like, yeah, that's just a Sunday. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. And so, I mean, like last year on, you know, the so the before, so the week after the championship games, there's a race uh, in between the championship games for football and the Super Bowl. And it's played inside the L.A. Memorial Coliseum where USC plays their football games. They're currently building a racetrack that's temporary in there and they'll tear it down after the race. But we started the season off last year with a 33 to one for the top finishing Ford. And so, you know, the wow. guy, I think he ended up finishing seventh or eighth place, but still he was the best finishing forward in the, in the race. And so you can cash on that. So another, you know, you don't have to nail the guy who wins or, you know, he was in seventh place and yet he cashes us a, a nice solid, you know, bet to, to move on to use that money in the Super Bowl and then roll it to the Daytona 500. All right. Educate the newbie here. Um, how does the race go to overtime? I know what that means in football. But what's that mean in racing necessarily? It's the same thing. Just, you know, extra, extra laps, right? Instead of extra quarter, extra, it's extra laps. So NASCAR has got a rule. Uh, basically, if the caution flag comes out before the white flag and the white flag is the last lap, if you've taken the white flag, then the next flag will end the race, whether it's a caution or a checkered. But if the caution comes out before the white flag drops and they run to the limits or to, to the scheduled distance, you go to overtime, which is a green, white checkered finish. So they'll throw the green flag. To start the race, you come back around to the white flag and then the checkered flag. If you don't get back to the white flag, same thing. You go to double overtime and they will have endless overtimes until they reach either the white flag or, or the, you know, caught the final checkered flag. So because that's, uh, and if you can get, if you can find race to go to OT for the day, 2500, smash that because that is the race. Everyone wants to win. It is going to be action packed finish. And it, I'd have to look how many times it's gone to overtime recently, but I'm fairly certain it's been quite a few times because which screwed us out of a bet last year because we had the guy that was leading at the end of regulation, which was unfortunate, but that's okay. Yeah, it used to be it used to be that the race would end no matter if the caution if the caution came out, it didn't matter, it would just end. That would that would be the end of the race. Okay. And race fans were pissed because it was like, well, we don't want to see a race end under the yellow flag because there's no racing, right? So then NASCAR was like, All right, fine. Well, we'll give you an opportunity to finish the race under under green conditions and so they came up with the the playoff thing but again for years and years and years and years and years the race was just over if the caution well, fell before that they used to race back to the yeah there you go too, flag yep. which was so there'd be a wreck on the track and the the rule would be race back to the line which is not safe obviously so <laughs> they've changed that since uh nascars they're pretty good on the safety these days but uh yeah so then then they implemented after that the uh this overtime rule which is great it, it provides with great finishes and again it gives you the the uh 
you know, the feeling of getting to the end of the race and not just ending under the yellow flag where yeah. it's like a, you know. Nice. All right. We're going to flip a little from NASCAR to fantasy football. And uh, we got a little this or that type of questions mm -hmm. like this player or that player for you guys. The points are all made up. It's like whose line is it anyways? Nobody wins or <laughs> loses. It's, it's kind of like the college playoff football committee. You know, <laughs> wins don't matter. So, um <laughs> Yeah, Michigan so splitting another national championship just like right. they did in 97. That shouldn't it, have counted, but it's all right. Exactly. Um, these some of these questions. So we're we're gonna kind of recap the playoffs. Mm -hmm. So the the week 15, 16th, and 17th. If your playoffs run into 18th, slap your commissioner, tell them to knock that shit <laughs> off because that's so many players sit. Mm -hmm. I've I saw people asking questions like who do I start? This person sit, and it's like you shouldn't be playing. Yeah, you that shouldn't week. be. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what what's the point of even playing the whole season if you're not gonna have any of the players at the end? Exactly. Um the, the the playoffs weeks 15 through 17 had a lot of surprises so mm -hmm. you'll catch on some of these are going to trick you but um brandon do you want to start with quarterbacks do a little quarterback trivia for the playoffs yes um and before we do a little bit of this or that question for you guys this this player was drafted as the 26th quarterback off the board but finished fifth after averaging 19.5 points per game. Who is it? You want a buzzer? <laughs> was it CJ Stroud? Oh, that was going to be my guess. No. But I think he finished seventh. So, damn. Uh, let's see. J Jared Goff. No. No. Was it Brock? Nick, Nick says Brock Purdy, but I don't think. Nope. All right. Who no, was it? I was going to say Brock Purdy was drafted. Jordan Love. That hurt you guys. I'm that's oh, that, I was gonna guess Jordan Love, but I figured it wouldn't be a Packer on this show. That was well, tricked you there. First trick right away. Tricked you there. <laughs> okay. So again, this is assuming that your fantasy football playoffs ran weeks 15, 16, and 17. So would you guys rather have in the playoffs Patrick Mahomes? Or Bailey no. Zappi. Bailey Zappi. Bailey Zappi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Oh, was really got I was going to agree with you, but no. <laughs> I mean, Mahomes. As a Patriots fan, I didn't want Bailey Zappi, Zappi either. But... <laughs> he did. So, but not by Mahomes, much, yeah, or what? what? I mean, yeah, it couldn't or, have been by much because Mahomes like wasn't that great. Not over the course. Or was of he? Playoffs. I don't mm -hmm. know if he was better in the playoff run. I don't think so. No, and this is where I don't. I had my stats and. They're not with me right now. <laughs> we I think Justin's earlier. comment before the show was <laughs> we don't, stats, stats don't matter. Stats don't stats, matter. Stats do matter to me. They matter. <laughs> so, speaking of Mahomes, would you rather have started Patrick Mahomes or Gardner Minshew? Oh, Minshew. that's easy, Minshew. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know what? The I, I don't really understand how this game works. <laughs> you know what's funny? Is that we're so convincing that even Miranda is like at the answers are fun of her. She's like, of course you'd start Minshew. What are you talking about? We both had the same answer both no, times. Like, oh, outscored Minshew. Really? No? Okay. Well, yep, okay, see. You still he shouldn't sure draft did. Mahomes in the first round. No, so. you should not. Okay. We're sticking with the Mahomes theme here. Okay. Would you have rather started right. Mahomes for the, your playoff weeks or Brock Purdy? <laughs> Nick says Brock Purdy. Well, uh, it feels it feels trappy because it's been Mahomes both times, that's but what I'm, I'm still going with Brock Purdy. Me too. Brock Purdy, this one, yes. Okay, thank God. Right, do you support. need a double check? Are you sure? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure. Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, not three times in a row. I, I just go away. 
<laughs> All right, let's do this. Aiden O'Connell or Russell Wilson? Well, Russell Wilson didn't play, so it had to be O'Connell. I, I'm going to have to say Aiden O'Connell as well. I mean, Russ did Benched. not cook. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was so high on Russell Wilson. Future, future uh, uh, New, New England Patriots quarterback, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe him and Pete Carroll can get back together again now somewhere. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I'm Although, is, is Russ eligible one. to play at Alabama? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> they'll make a special. Uh, <laughs> An easy one this time. Joe Flacco or Patrick oh, Mahomes? Flacco. <laughs> Magical Flacco. Joe Flacco over everyone but Kyler Murray, right, Miranda? <laughs> I still would have picked him. One point doesn't matter. <laughs> one point Stats matters. Don't matter. One point doesn't matter. <laughs> so, what was your answer, Rod? Oh, Flacco, of course. Flacco. Yeah. He outscored Patrick Mahomes. Now I'm going to take Aiden O'Connell and Patrick Mahomes. Who would you rather have had during the playoffs? Who who won that league, by the way, Nick? Um, let's see. This this feels I feel like, like this is a Mahomes. This feels like a Mahomes. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I know O'Connell. O'Connell did okay, but like, yeah, let's he wasn't Mahomes. spectacular. Mahomes, final answer? Yeah. Well, now I'm not so sure, but yes. (laughs) I'm locking it in. I don't care. I will let you know they were within one point of each other. Oh, well. How do you know without your stats? We were close either way. (laughs) Because I made, I've got this. Is this four point? Is it six point? Is it standard? Is it (laughs) standard scoring? I I heard one point doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there, my answer is right. It depends. It's situational. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Joe Flacco or Josh Allen? Ooh, Josh Allen. Nope, Flacco. Allen threw too many picks. It yeah, was Flacco. Don't matter that was Flacco really? outscored yeah. Josh Allen during those. I weeks. had Flacco carried me to a championship in a league, so <laughs> I loved him. But <laughs> Jordan Love or Josh Allen? Okay, that's Josh Allen. No, Jordan Love was really good at the end. Uh, weeks fourteen, fifteen. 15, 16, 15, 17. 16, 17. I'm saying Josh yes. Allen. Flacco was Let's killing it, but love. Allen is just better to be, than. Just to be different, love. Jordan Love outscored Josh <sighs> Allen. Last week. Beat you, Rob. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yes. Uh, we're going to get to the rest of them in one second here. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in a Hall of Fame Bets revolutionary parlay optimizer tool. You're going to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Go ahead and sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark. Join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off of your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right. I'm going to cover running backs and wide receivers just so we don't keep everybody too long. We're going to rapid fire this. Of course, out of the whole season, biggest surprise, Raheem Mostert finished second. Uh, with an ADP of 41 and then Kyron Williams finished third with an ADP of 71. So those guys got you a lot of value. If you got them, same thing, playoff talks, this or that Joe Mixon or Derrick Henry. Oh, I hate to say it, but Joe Mixon. Yeah. Joe Mixon. Mixon outscored Henry, David Montgomery or Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. Gibbs at the end. Gibbs. Yep. 
Yep, in the playoffs, in playoffs, not the regular season. No, no. Um, but who, yeah, in the who playoffs, called that out of us two? Who said Monty would be better than Gibbs? She's not answering. Um, <laughs> She's looking at her stats. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, would you rather have the RB eight on the year, Brees Hall, or RB twenty three, James Conner? Oh, Brees Connor. Hall tore it up at the end. So I'm going Brees Hall. But Connor outscored him barely in the playoffs. He really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hall baby. had two massive weeks. I mean, did, I had yeah. Connor too, and he was great. But that's kind of surprising. Connor had more touchdowns over the, that span. This one's going to feel like a trap. Bijan Robinson or Chris Rodriguez Jr. Chris Rodriguez Jr. Dude, who's Bijan Robinson? Falcons don't even <laughs> well, know. We know who he we'll is. know who he is now because he's been freed from Arthur Sin. Uh, absolutely. And mm-hmm. Rodriguez did outscore him. Last one, the ADP of two, three, and twenty-six. Would you rather have Bijan Robinson, Austin Eckler, or Zamir White? Zamir White. Zamir White outscored both of them combined. Wow. Which, so crazy. Combined. Yeah, I know. So if you had Bijan and Eckler, which you obviously, if they were two and three, you invest a lot in, it did not pay off in the playoffs. Moving to wide receiver, biggest surprise, of course, was Puka Nakua. And uh, though Mike Evans, not as old as a lot of people thought, Baker got him the ball. He outperformed his ADP by 30 spots. So playoff talks, Cooper Cup or Rasheed Rice? Down the stretch, Rice. Feels like you wouldn't put Rice in there unless he beat him, but I'm going to go with Cup. (laughs) Rice did outscore Cup. <laughs> Cody knew it was a trap. Uh, Justin Jefferson or Rod's guy, Brandon Ayuk. Jefferson. Jefferson. Ayuk cooled off at the end of the he season. He did. He Jefferson really did. kind of tore it up at the end. Yeah. Correct. Because it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, what's his face that kind of Mullins that got him the ball quite a bit there in the end, too. Yeah. Yep. Good old Nick Mullins. Yep. George Pickens or Justin Jefferson? Uh, this might Pickens. be close because Pickens had that one really big game, but yeah. I still think it's Jefferson. I think it's Pickens. Although Jefferson's week 18 was more big than I'm thinking of. Yeah, I'm going to go Pickens, too. Pickens did Mm -hmm. outscore Jefferson. And uh, here's the name of players that outscored Tyreek Hill in the playoffs, just just for some fun facts. Wondell Robinson, Jamal Agnew, Alex Erickson, Lil Jordan Humphrey, DJ Chark, and Demarcus Robinson all outscored Tyreek Hill in the playoffs. Fantasy football, nobody, if anybody tells you they can give you the perfect lineup every single week, they are liars. Yeah. They cannot. Um, speaking it's, of, uh, that's what makes the game so great, though, isn't it? <laughs> right. And never besmirch the name great. of Lil Jordan Humphrey. That man is is a classic. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of Demarcus Robinson, would you rather have him or DK Metcalf or DJ Moore or Calvin Ridley in the fantasy oh, football? I playoff? know this personally against DK Metcalf, but definitely Robinson. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want any of those other guys. At all. He, outs- he outscored them all combined. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And he, he had a couple of huge weeks. I threw him in. I mean, I wasn't after the first two weeks. I was like, God, can you trust him? And I started him and I was very happy I did because. Yeah. Yeah. He tore it up. It's because Cody listened to us. Give him out on the waiver. wire. I, so I put him in <laughs> dynasty. Um, last one. Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, AJ Brown or Darius Slayton. Well, I'm guessing Slayton because like he's yeah. the outlier. <laughs> and maybe. <laughs> Did he outscore all three of them combined? He was two points away oh. from outscoring all three combined, <laughs> which is insane to me. Well, one, uh, two points doesn't matter, right? If one, no. matter, <laughs> no. right? If one doesn't matter, two, <laughs> two. certainly doesn't We're matter. We're about to throw out three points, too. <laughs> all right. Do you want to take us home with uh, yes, tight ends? Yes, let's do this. Your favorite tight ends. position. Yes. Um, and I was... I know we've already talked about this, how I was off this year, but rookie Sam Laporta was the number one tight end this year. Finished... Tight end one. 
I thought it was going to be next year. That was my prediction. <laughs> you were high on Laporte, yes. Though. Um, he, he carried me in that guillotine league. It was beautiful. Yes, yeah. it was. So we are going to do Travis Kelsey or Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts, but it's gross. Boy, that's but yes, gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Pitts outscored Kelsey. Dude, is Pitts like? Can we just like sidebar really quick? How much does his value like shoot through the roof having a real coach next? Year? I don't even know who the coach is, but anyone but Arthur Smith. Like he's he going first be, round next year. Watch he he People might are, legit be like tight end one next year. Are, are you bringing your passion back? My Pitts oh, passion. Pitts passion. Yes, yes, please. Oh, I, I, I got a whole that. couple of it over here. I missed that Pitts passion. <laughs> I, I saved it for you so I can give it back to you yeah, when the go. time was right. Um, yeah, Drake London, <laughs> Kyle Pitts, Bijan Robinson, they, all you, of them. Like all oh, of them got to be beautiful because <laughs> they're gonna. They have to bring in a coach that is agreeing like okay you're gonna use these guys we've spent well, draft picks on probably these guys. anybody Carroll. who's ever seen a football game besides arthur smith pete carroll <laughs> to the falcons i did hear pete carroll's Ooh. planning on staying with the seahawks as an advisor we'll see what, what it happens sounds there. like sure. Put, mm-hmm. putting the old man up in the office <laughs> put grandpa to bed yeah <laughs> all right cole Komet or evan ingram ingram i was gonna say pass <laughs> yeah, it was Evan Ingram. It definitely was. Ingram it wasn't. was like, no, it was wasn't really? Yeah. Well, it was a Bears question. We should have known that. Jeez, <laughs> come on. Tucker Craft or George Kittle? Craft. Craft. Craft was big. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Kittle had Kittle had good impactful plays, but he never had a statistical day in the last few that made you go, "Damn, that's the that's the tight end too for next season." Kittle yeah. is just mm-hmm. oh, he's so boom or bust. It's annoying but it doesn't matter because the guy is an all-around football player and that's i mean for fantasy sake yeah for fantasy sake you don't ever want to draft him but for (laughs) as a as a football someone who watches the 49ers i'm glad that dude's on our side oh yeah it's because he learned from the best iowa hawkeyes the only thing iowa has to offer tight ends (laughs) (laughs) didn't we talk about this the other day there's a whole i feel like we had this conversation (laughs) john wayne Miranda and tight ends. So Jason, three Momoa. Things to Jason Momoa, but he wasn't born here, but I guess we raised him. So we raised, we raised him. We, we, we actually raised Momoa. We didn't want to tell you guys, but I believe it. What a, what a story. Isn't he, is he younger than you? Yeah. He's he not younger than me. I don't know if he's younger than you, but I'm sure he's younger than me. Most people are, it feels like. All right. I've, I've just got. What's a- the rest of your list, smart ass? <laughs> Juwan Johnson or Dallas Goddard? Not um, Goddard. Juwan Johnson, I think, ended the season fairly decent. Because Carr kind of went off at the end, and fucking Taysom Hill didn't do shit. God damn it, Taysom. So, yeah, really Juwan Johnson. Yeah, I think it's Johnson. <laughs> I had a lot of Taysom Hill this year. It, 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 it was Juwan Johnson, and that Field of Dreams was on my list. Yeah. So, don't forget. I didn't forget Field is. of Dreams. Juke says, don't forget it. <laughs> oh, yeah. She did list that in her list. I Field did. Of Dreams was part of it. Nobody asked me if I want to have a catch or else I'm going to be balling all over the place. <laughs> Shout out to Mama Mark in the chat, Mama too. Mama Mark, hi. <laughs> she says, we raised Momoa. I don't oh, know she- if that means I'm Momoa. <laughs> Have you seen that commercial where he like takes off his muscular arms and he's really yeah. skinny and stuff? It's actually me That's under my uh, <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, all right. Last one for you guys: Travis Kelsey, Jake Ferguson, Darren Waller, or Juwan Johnson? Juwan Johnson. 
I'm going to say Darren Waller as a surprise no, entry. Waller didn't do that much at the end. All right. Johnson outscored all three combined. Okay. Yes. That's, I, a all win times. That's a win times three, right? You know what? I wasn't in the fantasy playoffs in a lot of mine, uh, so I, I didn't pay attention. <laughs> and you both win because we didn't keep track of points. Congratulations. <laughs> Everybody gets a trophy. Um, let's shift it back to NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, um, you mean NASCAR or you mean F1? Either one. Both. Either one you guys want to talk Whatever, about. Yeah. I also want to hear what your uh, Daytona 500 bets are. That's what you want. Um, so, yeah, you give me give me anything you guys want to. You, again, are in the driver's seat. Well, so I'll tell you one thing right now. If you listen, uh, of course, to us and, and you listen to our show, you know that super speedway betting is Cody's favorite time of oh, year. Yeah. It's like Christmas in February or in wherever they go to April, Atlanta or Tallahassee. If you like to sweat a bet, oh my oh God. Man. Super speedway betting. Oof, it gets you going. That's the one thing about it, too. So for, for those of you who don't and really aren't aware, Daytona 500, the, the sport of NASCAR starts the entire season with the crown jewel event, with the Super Bowl, as it were, with the greatest spectacle and racing and, and all that other good stuff with the Daytona 500. It is a what they consider a super speedway race, which means that these cars are going to be racing at similar speeds in very close proximity with each other and they do what's called pack racing or used to be called draft racing where, you know, the car in front of you cuts a path through and it makes room for you. There's so many aerodynamics that I wouldn't even be able to do it all justice. But suffice it to say <clears throat> that these guys are traveling at high speeds, close quarters. Sometimes they, they fall back. Sometimes they go forward. They, the positions are never stable through the entire race. So you can have a guy who's been in first place let's say for lap after lap after lap after lap and then maybe he pits and the rest of the field doesn't pit well now he's back in 25th but then like a few a few minutes later he's back up again in the 10th and then he drops back again because he's scared that he's going to get wrecked out and so he'll drop back to 30th and then and then he'll climb his way back up to the front I mean more so than in mile and a half races because this is where the pack stays together closer than than in those races where it gets strung out but like Cody said man you can be watching your ticket and, and the dude's in the front, and you're like, yes, I've got this nailed. And then five laps later, he's in 30th. You're like, what the hell just happened? Like, oh, I'm dead. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, always a crazy a crazy day. Yeah, like Rod said, uh, it's, it's amazing racing. That's what leads to the big spectacular crashes you see is the super speedway type racing, which when it comes to betting, that's that can be volatile, of course. We always kind of give the speech when you go into the super speedway races, like basically – just playing on losing all these bets, but there's so many opportunities <laughs> to hit big bets, and that's what makes it fun. Only outrights are out right now, and, and the good thing with that is anyone can win at a super speedway. You go to a mile and a half, you go to a short track, there's only a select group of drivers that can really have a shot to win the race. The super speedways, uh, probably all but the last three or four guys, and, and they still technically have a chance and could win it if they do play their cards right. Um, and I think it's been... 75 to one or higher. That's one of the last three uh, Daytona 500s for outrights. So wow. you can hit a big ticket to start the season. Um, but yeah, this is that's a place where we're going to take long shot top tens, uh, long shots, you know, top manufacturers. Those are always fun. Um, make sure you bet on Corey LaJoy if you learn nothing else on this podcast at the Super Speedway. 65 to one, um, by the way, currently on yes. DraftKings. Make sure you get in on that. And I'll, I will ladder him 
uh, you know, to win top three, top five, top 10, top Chevrolet, all of the above, take them in head to heads. Um, but yeah, super speedway betting is the most fun way to do it. It's a great way to get into it. And actually this year, our first two races are super speedways after the clash of the call, see them the first two, um, you know, regular season races are at super speedways. A lot of fun. If you wanted to get into DFS, that's great because it literally is a dart throw. There's almost no set strategy in DFS uh, at Super Speedways, which we'll talk about on our show as well. We cover cover the DFS as we lead into it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a ton of fun. But uh, the real betting will start week three when we get to a quote-unquote normal track. But the most fun I have betting is on the Super Speedways. And opening the season with two of them is, is going to be a hell of a good time. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have all the picks in the week leading up to it when all the odds drop and we we've got a ton of options because it's, it's a lot of fun and you have a chance to really hit some, some very big tickets at, at races like that. Yes, sir. And, and honestly, if you are holding my feet to the fire, we know that Cody and Corey LaJoy are like, in fact, I don't know where he is, but I'm sure he's not far, he's, far away. He's right here. There's he's Corey always LeJoy. really close. Look at that. <laughs> he's Corey not LeJoy. the most beautiful right man there, you've ever it? seen, Miranda. Look at, like, he's, <laughs> he's gorgeous. The flowing hair. Uh, that is, that is a going a great thing for us. My prediction, he is going to uh, he's probably gonna win the second race of the season at Atlanta. So, you know, if he wrecks down the first race, that's all right. We're gonna load back up on him in Atlanta. But boy, if he wins the Daytona five hundred, I will be the happiest man on the planet. Often joke that I am the president of his fan club because big fan. Indeed he is. Uh, and then for me, look, I, I, I want to take a role on John Hunter Nemechek. He's now taking over the 42 car Inspire. It's a new team. It's a new Toyota's got a new lease on life for, for the uh, the Legacy Motor Club. And, uh, you know, at 50 to 1 right now, I, I think I like John Hunter coming back into the series for a second run. A guy that can pack race. Toyota's got a little more leverage now with a little couple more cars in this pack so they're not necessarily all that strung out we know chevy's a pretty big uh player in that race and then so is ford but i think the strides toyota's making kind of puts them back in the forefront and out of these long shots you know for me i, I i'm gonna i'm gonna take john hunter at 50 to 1 it's probably the last guy i really feel comfortable unless you want voldemort at 55 to 1 uh, and, and by the way voldemort for us is uh daniel hemrick but uh yeah yeah, his name is not allowed to be said on our show on because our show. he's <laughs> cost us a lot of money in the past. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, what's the story behind he, that? He single-handedly, I in a super speedway race, I had higher than fifteen to one tickets on first, second, third, and fourth, fifth yeah. place. Oh, fifth, yeah. And in one wreck, he took all four of them out and completely destroyed <laughs> my team. So he's dead. He, he who shall not it. be named. Yeah, he that. In fact, wait, hold on. Wait, the we also have a little bit of fun uh, with it because anytime we we go to say we'll, his name, we'll be saying if you want to make this bet on. <laughs> Love it. Um, what about Jack Wood? Are you guys placing? That's a truck series driver. He's right? a truck series driver. That's Justin's favorite driver. Yeah, uh, don't you can't help don't it with a name like Jack Wood. <laughs> At least you it's wanna, not Jimmy you Johnson. Find a way, That's you, two names for one, you know? If you, if you want to find a way to bet on Jack Wood, bet against Jack Wood. That's the best advice I can give you. <laughs> Unless you're a teenager. Um, <laughs> Miranda, I have a list of the uh, the top favorites for Daytona 500 here. Pick one and tell me who's going to win. <laughs> Nothing like putting her on the spot, right? Which which name is the prettiest? That's what she's looking for right now. <laughs> <laughs> whose whose name sounds the coolest? Joey 
Logano? That was mine. Logano, oh, look it. at you, you guys. <laughs> he, hey, two, yeah. two, he's champion in 2022. Yep. Gets an even former, year. Former 500 winner. Uh, yeah, he does. So he uh, has a thing for even years. He's much like the San Francisco Giants. Uh, he's made the final four in the playoffs four or five different times. And it's only been in uh, even years. So it's his year, potentially. Good job, Miranda. <laughs> All right, Justin, um, find I, you. I was going to pick him, but I'll do something Are you different. Sure, you were. I, I <laughs> you was. give me this whole list, Only and not because one I've heard name? them talk about okay. Joey Logano. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Ross Chastain because okay, I know you guys okay. have talked about him too. The Melon Man, yeah, eighteen to one, man. not bad. Yeah, I, he's a volatile pick. He can be a little aggressive at points, but he's a good. He's won Super Speedway before. He won Talladega last year, so he can get enough. I can't pick Kyle Bush until they put him in the Bush car. Like that well, just rubs me wrong. That's the sad thing is Bush left, you know, Kevin Harvick retired this year and Bush let, you know, so they left him and they were looking for a driver. And it's like the obvious one is Kyle Bush. Like, imagine the marketing around that. Right. <laughs> but they did go to, to Ross Chastain, whose nickname is the watermelon man. He's a fifth generation watermelon farmer from Florida. So if there's not a watermelon Bush light, uh, not a Bush light fan here as I work for Miller lights in my day job, but, uh, they're really missing the boat if they they pass up on that marketing campaign. Speaking of boat, they're both like um, having sex in a boat, effing near water. Um, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Not a light beer fan. Sorry, Cody. Uh, you know, I always when I when I listen to you guys throw out names, the name I always want to bet is Bubba Wallace because Bubba just sounds like a name. This should be good at NASCAR. Nick, I don't Nick know why. Is not, nope. You just pissed Nick <laughs> it off. It just sounds like he's not, though. Nick Nick hates him. No, Bubba's a great. And oh. really, for Daytona 500, like, he's a great bet there. He's probably one of the. I don't have the odds right in front of me, but he's probably pretty high on the board there because. Oh, Bubba, he's one uh, of the best 20 to 1. Drivers. Yeah. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, shit. He's longer. He's longer odds. That. He's longer odds than. Uh, yeah. Than go, go bet that. Kislowski. That's a good bet. <laughs> He's he's very good and he's been real close to the 500 a couple of times. He's about to, he's about to have himself a big season, so I like it. Uh, oh, there's Nick. That's what that's there what I say. We were waiting there for that one. Nick's, there it is. Nick's uh, avid not hater. Of, uh, <laughs> um, I did I did uh, text him when you guys were doing your show last, and he was in the chat saying that, and I said it's 2024. You can't say you don't like <laughs> Bubba. Um, <laughs> but anyways. What else do you guys want to add before we talk? Um, we just got a little touch on fantasy football left before we get to the whiskey, but anything else you guys want to add over NASCAR, F1, any type of racing? I know you guys are you're doing shows five days a week, right? Yeah, we got we got five days because, well, first of all, we talk a lot, and uh, we have all three series that we cover. And then, not to mention, too, we've found ways to add in, like, SRX, like Cody was talking about. That's kind of like a, a superstar racing experience. Um, there's Formula E odds right now, so we're going to get down on that on the F1 Gambling Podcast. There's IndyCar. Um, I mean, listen, when motocross gets going, I want to get that. I mean, listen, we... If it's, if it's racing if, and you can bet on it. We're pretty much wanting to get shop. in. Yeah, so if you if you really do get that itch over the offseason, if you're listening to the old... If this, uh, listen to this on the old-fashioned football and you, and you want to get down on some, some action and have something to watch and pay attention to, I guarantee you... You start with NASCAR. That's fine. That's that's great. Start with the Daytona 500, please. Uh, well, actually, start with the Bush, the Clash. You'll you'll enjoy the Clash. That'll be your introduction to it, and then follow us down the rabbit hole. And before you know it, you'll be asking us if we have Australian supercars odds to talk about. And 
you know, that's 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 how down, far down you'll go with us uh, as we go down this hole. Yeah, we have a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's just like you guys show, right? Like you come for the fantasy football advice because you know what you're talking about and you're really good at it, but you're a great combination as well, right? You know each other very well. Obviously, you're married. Rod and I, not married, but uh, it feels like we are sometimes on the show. So, say sadly. Uh, <laughs> it is. We're 300. What are we? 325 episodes into the NASCAR podcast. We're 50 episodes into the F1 show. We've done other shows together and every, like we, we come off pretty well, I think, together. We work well together. So we make it a lot of fun and we're there to give you the picks, which we do, but also to talk about it and teach you about it and and what we're looking at and how we're getting there. It's not like, OK, pick this driver, pick this, that. OK, you're gone. Like we do talk for a long time sometimes and and they, you know, maybe too much at points, but it's a lot of fun we have. And yeah, five days a week we cover, like I said, all three series which is fun. You can get into it. Even if you're not a racing fan, give it a shot. You'll be surprised how quick you get hooked. We had a few guys check us out last year because we were on the, the main show. They came over and listened to us. And then like throughout the season, they became some of our bigger fans in the discord, like always interacting on the shows and, and having a good time. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's not just left turns and follow the leader <laughs> stuff. It, it, there was so much more to it. Like we said before, like the race within the race is a lot of fun and you start to learn the intricacies of it. And, and there's really a lot going on in a single race. I noticed, uh, I think it was always fresh, never soggy. It said he lives like 30 minutes from Watkins Glen. If you're close to a NASCAR race, mm. go to it or even just your local dirt track or whatever local track you have, like racing in person. It's an experience like none other. You will fall in love with it. And uh, we're here for that. Yeah, and and just to piggyback off what you said, like like I said, kind of at the beginning of the show, it never was really a fan of racing NASCAR. I haven't gotten into it. I've placed bets on it from listening to you guys. Didn't watch the race, but still won money. Um, I mean, it, <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. I've done that. Everything Miranda wants zero, to hear at that point. Right? I did zero work and made money. I mean, who can complain about that? But but no, I mean, I tune in because you guys are entertaining, even when even when it goes over my head, because I don't know all the drivers or I don't know what race is coming up. Like you guys are entertaining. It's fun to listen to. And Cody's a Husker fan. So I wouldn't just say that just to say it. I that's, mean it. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> also, exactly. I don't know. If like you don't uh, like I said, yeah, oh, I don't know where I was going with that, but. Uh, we have a weekly contest too. Uh, in the Discord, we do a $5 DraftKings DFS lineup every week. So, like, you can go up against us. Oh, the thing I, I remembered, I think. God, I forgot. I totally forgot what I was going to say. What I was going to say, and I'm now forgetting again because I got sidetracked. But you don't have to pay attention to, like, what's the next race? What's coming up? Like, it is a long schedule and it goes over a lot. Like, we've got you covered. We've got the breakdown. This is what the track is. This is what it's comparable to. Like, and there's a lot that goes into, you know, building the bets. It's not just, oh, this guy finished first last week, go bet on him, because each track has its own set of unique circumstances. Different teams are better at tracks. Different manufacturers are better at tracks. Year-to-year things are different. Sure, you could go back and look at the last 10 races at a track, but it's a completely different car over the last two years, so you want to take the smaller sample size. You want to look at other things, and we do that for you, so so you don't have to be paying so much attention to everything that's going on because we're paying attention to it. So since we're paying attention to it, we might as well relate to you. 
And not just for the main series, too. Like Cody said, we cover all three. And so when you start taking into consideration some of these younger drivers, right, and some of these truck drivers, that's a lot of drivers to pay attention to. And, and yeah, you could get lost in the weeds, uh, but we, we know. And we know that, you know, this year all the new truck drivers that are coming in, replacing some of the ones that are going up, and then the Xfinity drivers that are, are leaving to go to the Cup Series full-time. And, I mean, we've spent countless hours and ignored our children to the point where we know what we're talking about. So uh, if it's good enough to not go to my daughter's recital over, then it's good enough for you to know that uh, we will, we will lead you in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, um, we were at the fantasy football expo and we ran into a guy by the name of Seth and I knew that Rod knew him. And I said, Oh, you know, Rod and Cody, we know them. And he said, they are the best in the business when it comes to racing and NASCAR and hundred percent agree. I mean, uh, not that I'm listening to a ton of podcasts, but I don't need to, cause I get what I need from you guys. So, um, it is fantasy football off season. So just one question before we get to the whiskey, cause I know everybody wants to try this whiskey. I'm, I'm waiting. Let's go. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, it's the off season. How do you guys handle the off season? I know Cody's already drafting. Uh, there is no off. Lately. There is no off season, Justin. <laughs> Yeah, but um, do you guys take a little break? Do you just follow the news? Are you tinkering your dynasty leagues? How, we'll start with Rod. How do you handle the off season with a lot of alcohol? No, um, it's 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 much different. I was gonna say it's much different nowadays because before I I used to Jones for fantasy football season to start again, and as soon as mock drafts started, I was always on my way to go into one of them and start mock drafting. But now, now that NASCAR is is pretty much dominating the off season, honestly. I take a break. Like, I love the fact that I don't have to think about how many catches DJ Moore is going to have this week or, you know, how many yards Purdy's. I just enjoy the fact that I don't have to worry about it until, like, I would say August or maybe or uh, early. Uh, what was the month that comes before August? June, July, September. Whatever the month that comes before August is, that's that's when I start worrying about it. So, yeah, I, I love it. NASCAR and, and all the other, like, Australian football I think of other things, CFL, right? Now the UFL, all that stuff dominates my brain over the off season. <laughs> Daryl said, why not start with Cody? My, my answer yeah. is much longer. <laughs> uh, there is no off season to fantasy football. <laughs> Currently in two startup dynasty drafts, one with you guys, of course. I uh, just got into another playoff contest. There's the FFPC, playoff best ball going on. Dynasty League, if your Dynasty League doesn't roll over and go straight to having waivers now, making trades, like you should be doing all of that stuff. Got to start getting ready for the rookie drafts. Those are coming up in a couple of months. So kind of paying a little more attention to, to the incoming rookies, making your moves for the drafts. Um, as soon as, uh, you know, as soon as the Super Bowl's over, best ball for next season starts basically the next day. You got to start getting in on those. Uh, so yeah, it, it never ends and, uh, it, it always continues and that's why I love it. But that cuts into my pickleball following. <laughs> like I, you I don't follow pickleball and draft teams. I don't see the problem. No, I only have so much space in my head. Do you want me to be good on the show or not? That's all I want to know. Like if I'm following, if I'm following Australian rules, football, pickleball, uh, extreme tag and NFL, then what good am I? See, that's why I just stick to NASCAR and NFL. <laughs> They're the two best. So. 
Well, whether you're uh, like Rod and taking a little break from it, or maybe you don't want to read the news and you want us to look into it, we're going to keep covering it all mm -hmm. off season. If you're like Cody and you're doing some drafting, we're going to have some auction mock drafts because auction was kind of where we started, mm -hmm. but it's not a ton of people have done it. We found out they, in fact, we have them do their first one. They're like, Oh, we really like the auction drafts. So we're going to have some <laughs> Cody's one of them. Yeah. So we're going to have some auction drafts, uh, mock drafts kind of help you get prepared there. We're going to cover all the off season news. We're going to have uh, Colby Dant on again, talk about college players. Cause nobody right knows the, college football, like for the draft. And yeah. So we're going to be getting you prepared, but we also talk about whiskey. And we're going to have distillers on. And right now we're talking about Whistle Pig Piggyback. Um, so they're one, located. One, one thing real quick on yeah. the offseason thing. Huge difference in how I play fantasy football from when I was more casual and didn't pay attention in the offseason to keeping up to the offseason, even if it is just listening to podcasts like this. It helps so much because you're constantly in the loop with changing teams, with changing mm -hmm. coaches, changing philosophies. There is a lot that goes on year round. And if you're trying to, to cram it all in right before the season, not that you can't, Rod, but it is nice <laughs> to have all of that through the off season and it continues to shape your thoughts and mock drafts or, or best balls, whatever, like keep you it really, it keeps your mind drafting mind sharp, I think in the off season and helps you I as you absolutely agree with you because before we were doing the show i took i was like i took a break after the fantasy football season was over i took a break and then i was cramming in preseason like before preseason all that stuff and there is so much that goes on in the off season it's crazy True. yeah so much even when you're talking about contracts and people not getting the contracts they want and then the holdouts and all the drama. There's so much drama in the off season. That's yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of drama. That's for it's, sure. It's crazy. It, it, and even down to the we talked about Pete Carroll being fired. I mean, that's mm -hmm. going to change that offense. Arthur Smith being fired. It's going to change the mm -hmm. value of those players. Uh, will Geno still be the guy without Pete Carroll? He might not be. Um, and that could affect the value of DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, Drew there, there Lock, is a Drew lot. Lock, Drew Lock. <laughs> they, Drew Lock. You know, I, I do think Drew Lock has a shot. I mean, the way oh. he came in uh, at the one game that Geno was out, I, I thought he played gritty. I mean, he, he showed some toughness. He made some throws. Still a pretty young guy. I mean, I, I don't hate that move, even if it is just to be another kind of bridge quarterback. Um, I do like Drew Locke for sure. So you guys have listened to us. You know we've said it before. Taste your whiskey. Smell it. Whatever you smell, whatever you taste, you're right. Uh, <laughs> you know, we've, we've even had plenty of distillers on that have told us, like, a, there's no right way to drink or enjoy your whiskey. If you like it, like Rod, you said you might want to put ice on it at some point. That's okay. Um, if you want to drink it straight, that's okay. If you want to drink it with a bunch of Coke, I don't recommend it, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, used to be a huge Jack and Coke guy back in the day. Um, I got my Coke. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but yeah, you guys can right. taste it. Tell, you know, kind of think about what you're tasting, but I want to just talk about the distillery a little bit. It's located in Vermont. We did do a whistle pig review already, so we covered them more mm -hmm. in depth, but it was started by a legendary whiskey maker, Dave Pickerall, who passed away in 2018. And they were actually one of the first distilleries to start making premium rise. Most of the rye whiskey out there at the time in the 21st century, when they started was like $20. There weren't a lot of like quote unquote high-end rise whistle pig was one of the first that said hey everybody loves bourbon everybody's leaning into this high-end bourbon 
we want to lean into some high-end rye and try to make the best rye we can because nobody rye was kind of an afterthought um and that's what Whistlepig did miranda do you want to talk about the specific one or do you want to do you guys want to talk about alfa romeo which i found out is no longer a team yeah, Alfa Romeo, <laughs> well, no longer a team. F1 is something that we cover, so check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Uh, yeah, Alfa Romeo is is putting the pin in that name. Now they are the stake F1 uh, kick sober team is what they ended up. Horrible. Uh, what What a F1 horrible kick team. What? Sober, yeah, exactly. Stake F1 team kick sober. That's, that, is their, that is their official okay. name. So I thought yeah. it was like steak so, A1 sauce, not <laughs> F1 sauce. They they used to just be the Sauber F1 team and then Alfa Romeo came on as their uh you know their the car the type that they were driving. Mm -hmm. Alfa Romeo's leaving F1 um and they're going to be with Audi now from uh from going forward here. But, uh and so that's why they they changed the name. Still the same team. Still not a team that you're probably going to bet on a lot. Because well, listen, yeah. they, they have Valtteri Botas and Joe Guan Yu. I mean, Guan Yu is one of the guys that you can put him in for a points finish every now and again. Botas, one of the better drivers in the in the league uh, a while back, kind of cooled off. Obviously, the equipment's not quite as good as he used was used to driving back in the day, but... I don't know. Maybe this infusion puts a little jolt in him. You're you're not gonna. I mean, look if you're if you're going for Guan Yu in a top six position, you're kind of stretching. But I think for solid points finishes week in and week out, you could probably pick your spots and and, and take either Botas or Guan Yu. Um, but Romeo, Alpha Romeo was sort of one of those backmarker teams that was never really gonna crack into the points unless Joe Guan Yu ended up doing it. So yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's it's frustrating. I mean. You want to see them do better, but like Cody said, I don't know that you're going to be betting on them quite a bit this season. Yeah, and I guess and, gonna, oh, go ahead, Cody. Just to talk to touch on betting on F1 real quick. If anybody has seen F1 lately, Max Verstappen is basically like setting all the records, dominating the sport, and so everybody's like, "How do you bet on that when he wins?" I mean, he's literally like minus three fifty to win the championship this year, which is an absolutely ridiculous number. We had a race. Uh, I'll read the the sheet of our winners here from the Dutch Grand Prix this past season. We hit a 33 to one on a top two bet, a 28 to one on a fast slap bet, a plus 625 on a podium bet, a plus 175 on a top six, plus 500 on a double points finish, plus 135 on a points finish. And the number of race leaders, the exact number was two, plus 175. There are so many other ways to bet on F1, just like with NASCAR, even if Max Verstappen, and you can literally in F1, Bet on how far Max Verstappen's going to win. Is he going to win by ten seconds or less, or going to win by twenty seconds or more? It's it is a lot of fun to get into. And really, Rod and I hadn't been into F one until a couple of seasons ago. With, with the NASCAR thing going, and then I was like, "Man, is these odds for F one?" Like, kind of look. I I've been a casual watcher from a distance fan for a long time, but getting into it, it's a lot of fun. And, and don't be deterred by the fact that Verstappen wins a lot because. There's a lot of ways to bet on it, and we have a lot of fun. Nice. And I kind of buried the lead there, I guess. If you didn't hear at the beginning of the show, the reason we're talking about F1 with this mm -hmm. whiskey is this is, uh, it's, um, I guess it's picked by the Alfa Romeo F1 team, which is no longer a team, and that's why it's hard to get. Miranda did get me another bottle because you see this one is getting a little bit low <laughs> for Christmas. Because you cheated um, and you tried it. We I were did. all supposed to try it together. I couldn't help it. 
it was an accident. And when you were sending an their handshakes to them, I, I tripped. I accidentally um, drank that whiskey. <laughs> we could it just fell into my mouth. We yeah, could we right. could take this down as fast as an F one pit stop and be done in about two point five seconds. Uh, but I will allow it to to settle on. I do. I like it. I I taste the exhaust. Um, I taste. Uh, <laughs> I, I taste a lot of the rubber that that gets laid down on the track. So um, they did a good sense job of burning race fuel. Burning <laughs> race fuel in that one. Oh my god! A little driver sweat. I I I felt that come through as well. <laughs> little little Guan Yu sweat in there. So great job. You, you laugh at that, Miranda. You go to a dirt track, and uh, <laughs> the part of the racetrack is in your food and drink. Mm. And well, it, it might be wonderful. in this based on how they. Yeah, they why made this. So, made. well, now that we know that the Alpha Romeo <laughs> F1 team is no no longer that, but that this is what it is. It's the limited edition piggyback legend series, Alpha Romeo F1 team steak barrel. Um, it's a high rye whiskey that was selected by the then Alpha Romeo team or their drivers, and the barrels were trialed in their wind tunnel to ensure a thrilling taste in every sip. <laughs> That's so really, all those things speed. we just said are completely true. That's yeah, why. yeah. So yes, fuel. <laughs> I'm in the DRS uh, zone with this now, so we're we're yeah. gonna pick up another 17 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Kathy also and, trips and drinks whiskey by accident. It's obviously yeah. genetic. We can see where yeah, it runs in the family. Runs. Mercy, my mom. Oh, is the <laughs> this is where you get it from. <laughs> I, I will admit it's to not real, being. Um, I'm, I will admit to not being a, a giant whiskey drinker. So, like, this is mm -hmm. if you see if you see an initial reaction to my face, it is not indicative of how I think the whiskey tastes. It's, it's okay. It's, this is a very unique flavor unique. for whiskey. Yeah. Very unique. I, I love like it. I love it. By the way, as soon as your nose gets near it, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it was bottled at ninety six point seven seven proof, which was a nod. To Valtteri Boda, Botas. 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 Oh, you just said it. What? Valtteri Botas. Valtteri Botas. I, I was like, oh yeah, this is awesome because you're saying these names that I have to now say, and I didn't know how to pronounce <laughs> them, and I still butchered it. <laughs> um, so it was a nod to him and just the precision of racing, and it's inspired by Zhou Guanyu. Guanyu. Zhou Guanyu. Yep. Good job. Good yep. <laughs> um, who is the first Chinese F1 driver? Yes, it is. So, and then um, I already mentioned, you know, it's finished in that lychee and oolong tea. Yeah. Which gives it like such a unique flavor. That's what we're tasting. Yeah. So, and the exhaust and <laughs> and everything you said from the track I taste and the wind dirt. from the tunnel. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, that is wind, isn't it? <laughs> it smells fantastic. It smells fantastic. I'll tell you that right now. I like I really enjoy the smell. So I may just leave mm -hmm. this in here just so I can smell it. It's <laughs> it, it does kind of have a uh, um a fruity, fruity. smell. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, if, you're, if you're joining us for the first time because you listen to the NASCAR gambling podcast, I think Ryan, the the uh, owner and head distiller at 10th Mountain, which Rod was in. Oh, Rod's that way. I get confused with it. You're that way. Um <laughs> But anyways, that that Rod was in, he said, you know, we're not hoity-toity. That's a great way to describe us. We're not hoity-toity with our smells and tastes. Um, we just kind of try to give you what we. We're not going to be like, mm, yes, I smell the finish of that uh, barrel. They used a number six barrel and charted it for twenty seconds. I have no idea. You will never, uh, you will never hear me say the mouthfeel. You will never ever <laughs> hear me describe a mouthfeel in your life. If you do, Texture, check on me. <laughs> 
texture is becoming something I have noticed in whiskey, though. There are some that are kind of thicker. Thicker, more syrupy. Yeah, um, that is some, but I would not say mouthfeel either. I would say texture. (laughs) (laughs) Mouthfeel, that word just kind of creeps me out in in itself. The mouth. No mouthfeel for you. No mouthfeel for me. (laughs) I've never, I see, I'm a beer salesman in my day job and uh <laughs> i should be good at that kind of stuff but i'm not it's like either the beer's good or it's bad I, we've got a guy <laughs> we've got a guy who bad. can tell you like down to the top that they use what country it came from what county in the country like i'm just like it's a good beer or it's a bad beer. coder's review is either <laughs> thumbs up thumbs down, thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> um do you have anything else on this a little bit well and i i think i have questions from this because i don't know if i quite understand this so the trial barrels that were tested in the team's wind tunnel in switzerland before hitting the track um they then went and endured varying levels of g-forces at the whistle pig farm um before for the like the finishing touch there and they say like that accelerated the interaction between the whiskey and the wood of the barrel hmm. what does that mean so i'll tell you right <laughs> now when you when you talk about the speeds that these these guys pull i uh-huh. mean there's there's upwards of 200 miles an hour that these f1 cars go and and they're pulling some ridiculous g-forces mm-hmm. into some of these corners and nascar on an on a normal track, right? I mean, there's there's a considerable amount of, of G force and there's a considerable amount of downforce. But to the extent that you are going, and in some cases, especially through these straightaways, you're 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 hauling ass through these straightaways. You got your DRS wide open, which is the rear flap, and then you're like slamming down into these corners at, at, at ridiculous mm-hmm. speeds. You're pulling a lot of G's, and these guys are under a lot of force uh, in these corners and these turns and stuff. So. Um, yeah, I mean, if, if the whiskey is put through the same thing as these race car drivers are, then this has got to be a, a hell of a hell of a move. I mean, if you think about the way that throws it around in the barrel. Yeah, well, and because um, normally when you're aging whiskey or anything in barrels, it's just sitting stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. It's not moving. So yeah, an, an F1 car during a typical race will pull from 4.5 to 6.5 Gs. Yeah. Uh, a fighter jet wow. pulls nine just in to compare like how Jeez. close they are to okay. pulling what a fighter jet pulls. Which is why right. when you hear when you're when they're driving by, all you hear is highway <laughs> to the <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Sorry. Love it. Um Rod said two hundred miles an hour. That reminded me my first car was a nineteen sixty nine Ford Galaxy and I bought the uh, sticker that was NASCAR themed of at 200 miles an hour, you have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that brought up a good memory of that. <laughs> uh, I love it. Juke saying geez, I think he was surprised of your, your awesome singing. Oh, I don't know what the geez oh, yeah. was to. <laughs> That's what mine, I mean, my kids are probably. Rod, Rod is a point. professional uh, musician, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's true. Um, Oh, I completely forgot. I have videos that I didn't play. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. I can't oh my forget God. the videos, guys. We have not seen these videos, so we're unsure if we approve or not. Um, Apologies for you listening on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast feed, because I don't know what the hell you're about to hear. <laughs> uh, so who's Sebastian Vettel? Can you tell me that first? Sebastian Vettel. He's Vettel. Vettel. Yeah. Vettel. He's an F1 driver. Yep. yep, yep. So I, I saw this video just while flipping, and I thought of you guys, and I thought, I'm going to save it for our crossover. So, um, so hopefully it plays for you and doesn't lag. Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't seen these, so I am just as yeah. in the dark as you guys. And if you're listening on the pod, I will take <laughs> these out. So go to the YouTube on either the NASCAR Gambling Podcast or ours to see the videos. But here's uh, Sebastian. 
there's something loose between my legs, apart from the obvious. So something flying around my feet. Okay, copy. I'd be proud if it was what you think it is, but it's not. <laughs> There's something loose between my legs, besides from the obvious. And then he says it's by my feet. It's not what you think. I don't know. Just crack me. Yeah. I feel like I've got to update the F1, uh, the F1 gambling podcast. Yeah, uh, we've got a pretty good intro, but that video might need to be added. Oh my god, that's hilarious! And and um, listen, so when these guys, these guys are are, are talking to each other. All the time. I mean, there's so many radio conversations that they'll play for us, and then I, I'm sure there's ones like that that probably never made the cut. But like, there's constant communication between these guys, and, and some of them crazy. are amazing. That video you just heard, he's probably doing 200 miles an hour while he's talking, yep. and that's what yeah. you hear is just him calmly inside of his helmet, and he's going to pass someone and joking about the thing dangling between his legs. <laughs> you know, pulling while well, he's pulling five Gs. So. <laughs> Oh, man. And then if you tune into NASCAR, you might hear Cody say some stuff like this. I don't love to be on guys in law. Oh, no. What? <laughs> oh, you don't love to be on guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Cody. I could add odds at the end. Long odds. Um, I just might have cut that out. And then uh, I was taken out of context. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't know, Rod is an actor. Shit. Um, oh yeah, and I've got I got two different things from Rod here. What did I do? Oh. This average father of three get his son out of jail, so he could bring him home to the kind of justice a jail just can't deliver. His justice, grandpa's, sisters, mom's justice, and little brothers. <laughs> now, Rod, were they actually hitting you? Absolutely. I that was definitely <laughs> method acting because every single time they were smacking me upside the head. We did so many takes that day and I was like by the end of it, I was like, I, I need hazard pay for this. In the army we at least got extra pay when we got smacked around this much. So can can we can I please up my my uh, my ask? And they're like, Nope. Uh, flat rate, buddy, sorry. So and the first clip from the movie Bottle Shock, which had Chris Pine in it, right? Sure did. Captain Kirk, man, was in. Uh, I was in a movie with. I tell you, and him and Bill Pullman. Just a real quick, Bill Pullman story. I love this guy. So he comes busting out of his tent. We're the very first day we're there. We're all crowded around. We're just sort of standing there, and all of a sudden we just watch this door fly open, and there's Bill Pullman, larger than life. If you don't know, President from Independence Day, go watch it. The dad from Casper. Go watch it. Um, but he's standing there. He's like, takes his deep breath and he goes, ah, this is where everybody wants to be. We were in the, a vineyard in Sonoma, beautiful country. And then he comes up and he's just like, hi, how are you doing? He goes and shakes all of our hand, asks our name, blah, blah, blah. Later on that day at lunch, sits down with us, eats lunch, tells about his ranch in Montana, just this magnanimous actor, right? And then at the end of the day, as we're leaving, and we're extras, by the way, we're, we're nobodies on this set. We're vineyard workers. Like, I'm, I'm picking grapes most of the day, and I'm not doing it for real because I still wouldn't do it right. So he says to us, by name. He's like, by Jeff, by Omar, by Rod. I'm like, dude, like, cool. the president of the United States just said goodbye to me. So love Bill Pullman. <laughs> love him. I, I will always sing his praises. That's awesome. Yeah. Check out Bottle Shot because Rod is in it multiple times. At this opening scene, there you are in the background picking your grapes, like you said. But my favorite is when you just have that serious look. You guys are <laughs> are in that scene watching a lady, um, and she's getting wet from the hose. Hardest piece of acting I've ever had to do. They sat down and they said, you are eating lunch. You're watching her hose down a wine press. 
And I said, okay. <laughs> okay. This is how I'm spending my this Thursday afternoon. Tough. Let's yeah. go. You're like, I can do this. Um, there was one other clip of Rod uh, on a uh, stake, but I decided not to, <laughs> to bring that one on. It that's seemed, a crucifixion seemed... one. Yeah, that's that's yeah. a lot of fun. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so the crucifixion rods hanging there as the man is explaining why uh, crucifixion was basically such good torture and why not good torture, but my back's not the same after that. Well. By the way, I yeah, that hurt getting stuck through the the midsection with a stake. Yeah, um, real quick before we go, check out uh, Rod's link in bio on his on his X account, and you can see all those. But what do you get from this? Um, I get a lot of tea flavor. The, the lychee stands out the most to mm-hmm. me. Um, think about car engine fuel, all that stuff, and then drink it. And do you taste to know? <laughs> you can, you can right, taste anything it. if you think about right. it. Right, agreed. Power of suggestion. Let's see if we can drink this fuel. No, I taste some bubble gum, and uh... now I taste bubble gum. What the? Oh, it like, works. No. no. No, uh, um, the lychee and the tea yeah. really stand out to me. Um, we've it's, been in certain like different cocktail bars and the bourbon with like tea, some tea infusion tea have yeah. always been some of my favorite drinks to try because mm-hmm. the tea always stands out so much in the yeah. bourbon. And I don't know, this is really good. Yeah, no, I'm it's a very big, different. I'm a big fan, obviously. Um, I, I was having, I, Miranda has a like tray in her office that has her special whiskeys that I have to ask if I want to try. Well, and this is why, because you go and like you fall yeah, and it just lawn. lands in your mouth. It's, it's genetic. He has a a, a a medical issue here where it forces him to accidentally drink whiskey. And then his dad comments and says that his side of the family purposely drinks. So you mix the two things together. What do you expect from the guy? Battling genetics here. Mom and Dad, Mark, we are all having a fun part. When we come down to Iowa, let's all have a good time. Yeah. Yes. Um, But I do keep the the unopened bottle that we have that you got me for Christmas. I keep that in my office so that you aren't accidentally drinking it. I am not the guilty one for that. Um. That's all. I, I have fantasy mm-hmm. football, NASCAR, F1, everything. It's awesome having you guys. Uh, I know we talk a lot anyways outside of podcasting, so it's awesome sitting down and doing a podcast with you guys. Uh, final thoughts, last words, where are you? Not last words. You're not getting crucified. Jeez. Don't worry. Um, final <laughs> thoughts there. and where everybody that. can find your work. Oh, uh, and and your favorite wrestler of all time in honor of rod's piece on wrestling oh okay that's good so uh yeah listen for those of you who are listening on the nascar gaming box i certainly hope that you guys took something away from this because justin and miranda as you can tell uh with with mama mark saying you guys come over for sure have a great time hey, absolutely might be there for some races this year yeah so. hey listen don't you be careful who you extend that invitation to but <laughs> I hope that you guys, uh, we we you've heard our their ad on our show several times over, and I'm I'm hoping that you guys have gotten to know them as a couple now over the course of this episode. Because as you start your fantasy football journey and continue on, right? I mean, this is a great time to start now uh, to get to know them as the off season progresses. Because then you're just getting to know them, and and they're talking about fantasy football, and then you can start taking their advice and winning your leagues and having a good time doing that. But um, honestly. This has been an absolute blast with you guys, and I hope I hope both of our our listening bases appreciate just what we had in this episode because it was chock full Agreed. of a lot of good hang. Uh, I know that all of us listen to podcasts, and and episodes like this 
are the ones that you remember more than the picks episodes because you're like, oh, these guys had such a great time. So, uh, yeah, follow me on uh, X. I'm on X, as, as my listeners and our listeners like to say. Uh, I'm on X at RJ Gomez. Link in the bio, just like Justin said, to everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's Sportsbook Review, whether it's In Between Media, uh, all, all the stuff that we have going on, Cody and I, F1, soon to be super motocross, uh, kids uh, go-kart racing, whatever that's going on that's got odds. We cover it. Uh, and yeah, just a lot of fun, guys. I, I'm so glad that you guys thought of this crossover episode. And, and like I said, I hope our listeners got something out of it. Your listeners got something out of it. My favorite wrestler of all time, uh, Undertaker, hands down. Was one, of the, was one of the guys that when I was growing up, Kind of a, a, I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so, you know, it was Hulk Hogan, it was Iron Sheik, it was all those guys, right? It was the heyday of the WWF, um, but then The Undertaker came and it all changed. Like, that that dude, hands down, every time I watched him wrestle, it was just amazing. Like, and he had such a long-ass career, went through so many different uh, personas, right? He was the dead man, he was a badass, he was running in on bikes and all that other good stuff. So, um, sad to see him go. But I, st- I still love The Undertaker, man. There was nobody, nobody like him in the sport. You could have left a couple of nice things for me to say about them and about this episode, <laughs> but since you covered it all. You should know by now, Cody, that's not the way this works. <laughs> I know, I know. No, this was a great episode. This was a lot of fun. Just hanging out, having a good time. So hopefully everyone enjoyed it again. If you are one of our listeners, you haven't heard Justin Miranda before, highly recommend. I'm a avid podcast listener i listen to a lot of different podcasts and you guys are always one of the top shows i always try to catch it right as you know if live when i can or or as soon as it hits the the podcast uh, feed so love you guys you're doing a great job 100 episodes in plus now which is is great off season can be fun ffpc i'm excited to hear you guys do those lineups because i've got some of my own ffpcs to do so that's great um you can find my work on the artist formerly known as twitter at husker underscore Z. Um, and then yeah check out the nascar gambling podcast check out the f1 gambling podcast look football's almost over college football's done we've got the uh you know the nfl playoffs but that's almost done i'm a college basketball fan now that nebraska knocked off number one purdue last night which was beautiful (laughs) um but otherwise we suck so uh but yeah there's not much else going on but racing this summer it'll get you through until next football season and even past then uh not a big wrestling fan but how could you not be a fan of somebody named Cody? So I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes, who is actually American on Nightmare. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Uh, has his Dale Jr. Download podcast. Cody Rhodes did an episode with him this summer, which was pretty sweet. That's a really good episode. Go check that out. Uh, just kind of goes walks through his story and his life and everything, and it was great. So I'm going to pick him as my uh, favorite wrestler. That's cool. Uh, I don't know if I liked him as a wrestler. I didn't watch a ton of him wrestling, but he's I've a very absolutely none of him wrestling. But <laughs> he's a he's a very cool person, though. Yeah, his storyline is actually could take him into the main event of WrestleMania if WWE does not throw The Rock and or uh, uh, CM Punk back in there. So uh, he could be wrestling for the championship this this WrestleMania. Go quick, Cody. <laughs> quick Cody Rhodes story. Um, aside from the fact that he also loves uh, Whiskey Wednesdays, he's a whiskey fan, but uh, he was wrestling and somebody had a sign that said, Cody, will you be my best man? And after the match was over, the, the cameras had stopped rolling. He, he asked the guys like, when are you getting married? 
And the guy told him a day, he said, can you make it a weekday? Can you get married on a weekday? And the guy was like, I think we can change it. He goes, then, yeah, I'll be your best man. This person he doesn't know, but he knew it would just make their day. (laughs) was going to be their best man. I thought that was really cool. Um, We have my dad and Juke72 saying the ultimate warrior. A little before my time, I didn't watch a lot of him wrestle. Of current people, so, so sad. I mean, I don't watch a ton of wrestling, but so sad to see Wyndham Rotunda pass away who was also he was better known as bray wyatt or the fiend um in the most recent he just the way he did his storylines and everything was just amazing he was a great showman also a huge fan of the undertaker growing up um just the way he would get the the shit kicked out of him and then just sit up like it was just so iconic like you almost got chills as a kid watching it and then as a uh, kid. It was a big yeah right <laughs> sorry as a kid like, now uh, man, what are you talking about Stone Cold was great. Uh, I was a a fan of Bill Goldberg when he came on the scene. Terrible wrestler, but just his overall power and strength and everything was cool. Um, Nick says R.A.P. Bray Wyatt. Just as a a weird, odd one, aside from his outside wrestling life where he got really bad into drugs, Jeff Hardy. I loved watching Jeff Hardy because that man put his body on the line for the show, for just the sport. I mean, he broke so many different bones, him and um, mankind. They just broke so much putting their bodies on the line for entertainment. So you can find us at old fashioned FB. You can find her at the Mark. Who's your favorite wrestler? Do you have one? I don't have, I'm just going to throw the rock out there just because he's He's back. No, I can't. He's back. So (laughs) I didn't watch wrestling. So, (laughs) and except, I was just, let me say, <laughs> um, you and Mr. Nick Fortune in the chat there would do the Royal, watch the Royal Rumble. It's the yeah. Royal Rumble. Rumble. Royal Rumble, yeah. Royal Rumble. And you, if it's betting, fine, yeah. I would do it. You put so, money in, everybody gets numbers. And if your number wins, you get the pot. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, we, one through 30. You won oh, on Roman That's Ray. another, uh, yeah. I do that. I do NASCAR pools like that where you get, uh, nice. yeah, assigned numbers and you get random guys. So when we would do that for that, yes, I I remember you I won on Roman because Reigns. I was winning. Yes. yes, I didn't like Roman Reigns though. I don't know. You I, also I won the know. Women's Royal Rumble <laughs> on. Um, why can't I think of her name? She used to be the MMA fighter. Oh, Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you won yeah. the Women's Royal Rumble on that. But anyways, yeah, Nick saying you won a lot. Guys, you got anything else to add before we get everybody out of here? I think we're good. I think we've had a, a fantastic time. I think we time. could talk forever if you we really could. wanted us. We could. I think we probably could. Maybe we'll have to do another episode where we cross over, talk about NASCAR, talk about fantasy football, and talk about whiskey. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys we'll, for joining uh, we'll us. We'll need your favorite NASCAR drivers next time. So yes. Study All up. Right. Study up. Jack Wood. Uh, <laughs> NASCAR. And he's not NASCAR. He's a NASCAR truck he's, driver. Yeah, he's, he's truck. Yeah. It's, yeah. Tech- no, no, it's, it's NASCAR, yes. But, yeah. Yeah, truck yeah. series is NASCAR yeah. still. Yeah. Um, and Bubba Wallace. Jack Wood and Bubba. Uh, <laughs> you guys know how we like to end this. I know you end it with a let it ride, but we end it with going once, going twice. Sold. Old-fashioned football.